Yo, what's up, everyone? It's Reese, and I'm here with Jason Ikeem, and we're the Diversified Gentlemen. And today we're going to be talking about investing 101 and how to pick a stock. So stocks is something that's very intimidating, um, and I didn't get into it until someone like one of us uh, that looked like one of us basically sat me down and said, hey, is this simple? If you got a bank account, um, your current bank institution actually offers this, this, uh, this program. So to back up, we're going to, before we get to that point, we got to understand the difference between uh, investing and savings. So Carter, I know this is your baby. I know you're passionate about it. So let the people know. Yeah, man, let me get in this one. So my background is I was, I call myself a professional saver. I knew how to save every little dime I had since I was like 18. I always saved 10% of my money. And I'm thinking I'm doing well. I'm thinking, yes, I'm going to make it there. However many years, I'm going to have plenty of money. But what I did not know that, but that saving is good as far as holding money back, but it's not good when you're trying to grow your money because saving money is not going to grow it. Whether you save it in the bank or you save it under your mattress you know, or somewhere like that, it's not going to grow. Now, the good thing about it is your money's not at risk. I mean, you can't lose it. When you're saving, you're saving it. There's no, there's no risk to it. There's no loss. And then you got the other side, which is the investing. You know, you invest, you put your money at risk, but that risk you're taking, you also get the opposite side of able to grow your money or you can grow it. And that's what I kind of didn't know until I was like maybe 24, 25. So I had saved for years, didn't realize that I could have made a lot more money if I had invested. When I learned how to invest, it opened my mind to everything. When I learned about it, I was actually, I was, I was mad. I was like, why nobody told me this? You know, I could have been doing this for a long time. And it took me a little time to catch up because I, would, I didn't know about it. I didn't know. And that was the biggest thing is how do you get to that point where you know? You don't know what you don't know. And that's, that's basically how it is. Yeah, I actually had a cousin when I was about 23, 24. Uh, he was a millionaire. Um, and he was talking about investing. And, and I was saying, I forgot what he said. Maybe uh, it was like a thousand or five thousand if I had the money on hand. And I was like, man, I can't afford to lose five thousand. And he basically said, if you uh, if you can't afford to lose five thousand, you can't afford to make fifty thousand. And that always stuck that, with man. me. That always yeah. stuck with me. I like that. Yep. Yeah, for me, um, I was never really uh, a saver because I was never taught how to save. You know what I mean? Like, especially when I first joined making real money, I'm like, man, I'm trying to spend all this <laughs> new clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going you only live club, once. Hey, you, you only, only live, live once, once. Right. Exactly. Get that first um, check. You're like, buy some Tim's right now. <laughs> right now. 135 a pop. Oh, and you already know, Jason, back in Japan, man, I think yeah. I had like 12 different pairs of Tim's. <laughs> and you probably, you probably had Pokey, the Pokemon Tim's. <laughs> what you, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Tim's. I had all <laughs> them joints, bro. Um, but it wasn't until I actually met one of my homeboys in, um, uh, California, he was a millionaire uh, and, uh, he was, uh, we were the same rank and that is the first time it, it my eyes were open to investing. You know, he, he kind of sat me down and told me what to look for, um, the stocks that he had got into early in the game and how it changed his life and, that's when the, that light kind of turned on for me. So I was never really a, a saver, 
Um, but uh, definitely got drawn into um, investing early. Not saying I was good at it, but it definitely caught my attention um, pretty early in life. So basically just saving this, uh, keeping your money safe and secure, making sure that whenever you need it, um, you're able to retrieve it when, when the time is, time is there. Um, but investing is actually putting your money to work. It's like sending it out to, to school or something, sending it out for a nine to five. And when it comes home, um, you know, it, it's bought you some returns. Um, and that's very important in uh, a strategy because uh, the more you do that and that it compounds, um, that potentially could actually pay for assets you want to i'm sorry liabilities Mm -hmm. you want to get or actually more assets uh that generate more cash flow and will be able um enable you to buy more liabilities and essentially basically retire earlier right what's something akeem just said too i mean he didn't wasn't a big saver but it's important to learn how to save so you learn how to invest because you have to have the money available to be able to invest. And if you, I go back to, I dropped a video, you know, last week or something or earlier this week talking about budgeting. And that's where it all starts, man. If you can't budget the money you have right now, forget about saving, forget about investing because you're going to be always trying to catch up, always trying to keep up because you check the check and where did the money go? So you start off with budgeting and figuring out where all your money's going. And then from there, you can figure out how much can I save? How much can I invest? So before you even think about those two things, Budget the money you have right now. But know where it is. Know where it's going. You know, you have to know that. That's the, that's the basics. <clears throat> yeah, I think I heard um, someone say, I can't remember who said it, but uh, cash is king, right, in certain aspects. Um, not saying that investing is greater than savings because it's all about temperament, right? It's all about what you can handle. But if you are investing or you are saving, you're going to have the cash to do it. And it goes back to, what you said about budgeting. You gotta know where your cash is going so you can have that excess cash to either save or invest. Right, absolutely. Yeah, so let's get into some terms because uh, you know a lot of people use them interchangeably when they talk about stocks, mutual funds, uh, index funds, uh, and even options. So let's tell the people what's the difference in each, in each uh, asset. We talk about stocks individually. You got to break it down. What what a stock actually is. People say, "What's a stock?" They say, "Buy stock, stock market, stock this." A stock is basically a share of a company. If a company is doing business, they're offering you a share of their company based on a on a certain price or a certain stock um, as part of that company. So now you are part ownership of that company. That does not mean you get to make rules. You get to call board meetings. But you have a majority share, but it gives you a share of that company, meaning that company does well, you'll do well. We'll break down how that, that comes out as far as monetary value. But that's what basically what it is, is you own a share of that company. So for easy math, if a company has 100 shares out there and you own 10 shares, then essentially you own 10% of that company. Now, on, on the big mass of things, companies are big, they're grown. You're likely, as a, as a regular everyday investor, not going to own a large amount enough to be able to have controlling share. You're going to have enough to make, make some money, make some cash that you can invest more. Um, but that's the bottom line of it. It's just a share of a company that already exists. That's, that's the basic definition of what a stock is. Absolutely. So in regards to, I guess, a deeper dive into stocks, I guess you can split it into two different 
category. So you have your growth stocks and you have your dividend paying stocks. Your growth stocks, you can look at them as new companies, companies that have a lot of room and potential to grow into something bigger than they what they, what they are today. Um, those are your growth stocks. You can look at, let's say, like Facebook. Facebook could still be considered a growth stock, even though it's been around for years, the potential or untapped market is still available to them. Um, while your dividend paying stocks are usually more solid, uh, solidified older companies that pay a dividend. So essentially they will pay you as a shareholder um, a dividend. Usually it's, it's either a month or a quarter to stay a relevant shareholder in the company. Um, two different facets of think, well, two different ways of investing although you're still investing in stocks itself, it's, it's two different ways to invest. Um, some investors look at growth stocks as a more aggressive approach while your dividend stocks are a more um, uh, obviously less aggressive approach. Yeah, absolutely. And one important thing too, to think about when you talk about growth stocks is you don't make the, any cash or any revenue on that until you sell it. That's the thing with growth stocks is they're very, very important. So if I buy a stock and it's worth $100 and I keep it, I'll keep it forever and now it's worth $300. On paper, yes, yeah, it's worth $300, but I don't actually get those gains until I actually sell that stock at that higher price. What are you going to say, Rita? No, I said that absolutely. And depending on um, where you are in life and your strategy, for instance, uh, the younger you are, the more you probably should be looking into growth stocks. Um, the older you are in either life or your career, you may want to um, have. So if they're paying a dividend nine times out of 10, they're less riskier stock because they're more uh, established. You probably want to move into that direction. Um, and I think you're about to get into it that with the dividends paying you. Uh, it's no kidding. A stock paying you uh, every quarter um, and you can either reinvest that into your account um in a drip what is that a, a dividend um reinvestment reinvestment plan, plan where yeah. you actually <laughs> take those dividends and instead of it uh going into your account for a cash value you're just buying more shares of a company right if you're you know 60 years old and you've got a thousand shares of a very lucrative company you, those dividends could be hundreds if not thousands of dollars that you could actually just have that in your account um, living off of. So uh, it, it depends. I recommend, um, you know, where I'm at or not what I recommend, but my preference right now is growth. So uh, I'm in the Teslas, the Amazons, and it's things we use every day that people are just like, seem like, you know, Facebook's been around forever. Apple's been around forever. But when you bump them up against the, you know, the GEs and the Walmarts, um, the AT&T's, they're really new companies. Very new. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, it's, we are in such a hyper growth society right now that if something is seven years old, it's ancient. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? While we forget companies like GE, they've been around since the 1800s, know, 1800s, I think. 1800s. Yeah. So um, in, in, in comparison, 
a lot of these technology companies are very, very brand new um, in the grand scheme of things. And uh, it kind of goes back to what I said earlier, their untapped market and room to grow is exponential. Um, but I caveat that with not all growth stocks are good stocks, right? So, yeah, so, that's yeah. period. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like looking at Facebook versus a MySpace. MySpace never publicly traded, but if it did, um, it probably would have went the way of Blockbuster when you know, when uh, Netflix came on and, and kind of took over that space. So you definitely want to look at what a company is, their future plans and what that market looks like. What does their competition look like? What is their competition doing? Um, because that can be detrimental to a company and your stocks if you're a shareholder. Yeah, people got to remember too that when you put that money into a stock, into a company, putting that money at risk. The risk is, you're hoping that company continues to progress, continues to make a product, produce, and you're at the whims of the leadership of that company. Is leadership affected? Are they still making decisions that are going to be affected for that company? Because if they're doing making bad decisions, that's going to affect you as a stockholder. So that's part of the evaluation of trying to figure that out, trying to figure out where you're going to put your money and where you're going to put your faith in. Because when you think about the tiers of investing, you got the stocks, W-2 income, you got businesses, and then you got that, um, what I call the natural resources type of investing. At the top of that pyramid, you have stocks. And it's, yeah, it's the higher risk of all uh, investments, but the reward is high also, depending on if you do your research properly and invest in the proper companies. And like I said, the best way to invest in a company is invest in ones you know and you use. If you know you're using them, you're using them constantly, it's safe to think that, hey, I might as well ha have an investment in this company. I use it all the time. If you're, if you're, uh, using Amazon every other week, getting packages in the mail from FedEx or from UPS, then maybe you might want to invest in a company you're using all the time. Just think about it that way. That way it takes the guessing game out of what do I invest in and you're, and you're chasing down the next hottest thing. Just invest, keep it simple. You invest in companies you use all the time. Yeah, so let's talk simple. about that. Let's just talk. Um, how do you pick a company? You know, So with your 5, 10, 15 years of investing experience, uh, you know, what's the uh, what's those companies you hit hit out the park and uh, what's the companies that lost cost you, you know, an arm and a leg and you learn yeah. from. And, and basically, what did that teach you about picking a company? So I'll start off. Um, firstly, I started off with penny stocks. Probably the worst investment yeah, me too. <laughs> move ever. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, it's like you hit and you hit some and you lose some. And I think when you hit, it kind of keeps you motivated. Like you're going to hit again, but it's such a risky invest. It's, and I don't even call it an investment because it's more of a bet to me when you're in penny stocks, mm -hmm. but solidify companies. What I usually look for is the, the ones that I use. I mean, it's kind of like what we've been saying. I use these companies. Like I know, they're not going anywhere. Um, I'm an avid coffee drinker. I love Starbucks. I invest in Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, they're not going anywhere. Um, recently, I've been buying stock in Pinterest. And I kind of promote Pinterest as, I don't think it's going to be the next Facebook, but I like their model, right? I use Pinterest. I like their model. 
and I like their customer base. A lot of their customers are women. Women are very loyal customers. Like it's kind of knowing, it's, it's kind of knowing your surroundings and the, the customers that they deal with. Women are very loyal. Once they kind of get into something, they usually don't stray. It's kind of like a black man and a barber. Once we find a nice barber, we don't stray from that barber. <laughs> no, so, facts. Facts, um, bro. It's just how it is. Facts. So, hey, that's right. Um, with, 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 with women, it doesn't matter the price. If they like the product, they're going to stick with it. So I kind of use like little tidbits like that to help me choose certain stocks. Um, but there are those that you may use that turn out bad. And I go back to the blockbuster scenario, right? If you have stock in Blockbuster, you might've been using it and not really paying attention to Netflix. It would have been a foul because you would have been buying Blockbuster and Netflix is just over here in the, in the weeds, starting to grow into this, you know, into this flower. And you're not really paying attention to it. So you have to be, you, you want to take your emotions out of the, the, the companies and stocks that you pick as well. Take your emotions out of it and use some logic and due diligence. Um, because if you just blindly invest in companies that you use, it may be detrimental. It could be. Yeah, my journey was a little uh, kind of like yours, uh, King. So I started off in penny stocks, same thing. They was hidden, some were hidden. I was like, this is phenomenal. This is the best yeah. thing since sliced bread. I'm about to be a millionaire yeah. in three days. Yeah. You know, <laughs> then you have those days where it's like, I'm going to have to buy food this week because uh, that money's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad, man. So I learned yeah. some hard knocks, man, doing penny stocks. But what I did learn also is that you have to find value in what you're actually uh, investing in. You can't just mm-hmm. pick what you think is hot. You cannot do it. So as I evolved in my financial journey, I kind of shift kind of different where you are. I kind of focus my stuff on, okay, what do people need? Not necessarily want, what do they need? So now my most of my stock portfolios, different portfolios, you have your dividend stocks that are paying themselves, you have your growth and value stocks. So for dividends, I kind of focused on less um, than energy. Energy, utilities, um, steel, land, things like that. Things that people need. The way I figure, people got to have lights, they got to have energy, uh, they got to have certain resources. So I, I put my investments now towards those rather than in retail. Because retail, if it comes down to it, People can stop buying things. They can stop, you know, buying. Yeah, the pandemic proved that. The pandemic, for sure. First thing to go. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's why I'm really big in utilities, but people are going to not, not probably not forego their water, clean water or, you know, their energy. So I kind of shifted a little bit. As I got older, I kind of shifted towards those things, but they won't grow as much as the retail or the other kind of value stocks. So you got to take that balance. You got to be able to balance that out. So I say when I was in my twenties, yes, it was all about what can grow the fastest and the most. That's what I want. And as you transition to your thirties and I'm in the forties, okay, what is the safest that can still bring back uh, uh, income and that can still pay me enough where I, I can, I can sustain without having a higher risk. That's how I kind of transition from my, my stock journey. So it kind of yeah, depends on where you yeah. are in life, how you, how you and invest. And it's also your temperament too. Mm-hmm. Um, s- some people are just risk averse. They don't like a lot of risk. So you might, you might go into a company like a Walmart, for instance, that it's not going anywhere, right? The stock will, you know, it'll move, but it may not move like 
you know, like a Netflix or, or NVIDIA type stock, you know what I mean? It's, it may not move like one of these technology stocks, um, but you're still invested, right? You're still making money, you're getting paid dividends, um, and you're also more risk averse because Walmart's not going anywhere. It doesn't matter what time of pandemic we're having, Walmart's gonna be around. So, um, and, it, it, and also, I'm glad that you guys brought up Corona. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying with uh, knowing the customer base and what, um, uh, like the target audience of the company. Also paying attention to social events, right? Coronavirus, <laughs> the pandemic itself was detrimental, but a lot of people made a lot of money off this pandemic. So you have to be able to pivot. And that's why it goes back to, to not being emotionally attached. You have to be able to pivot based on what's going on, not only with the company, but what's going on in the world. So, because you can use that to your advantage. No, I, I agree with both of you. Um, I was fortunate enough to never get into penny stocks. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Good on you, man. But I actually got in my stocks. Uh, I was on uh, vacation with um, our boy D, and he was, you know, yep. Shout out to D. Yep. Yeah, he put a lot of people on. The, the OG. Yep. So <laughs> he, 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 um, he was basically our second day, first day there. He was like, I just woke up, opened his phone. I just made $80 uh, taking a nap. And um, I'm like, so what, what, what is this about stocks like? Because to me, I'm thinking, you know, you got to have a stockbroker. You know, you got to wear a suit and tie. And he looks just like us. Yeah, he looks just like us. So um, long story short, he's like, hey, you bank with, you know, USAA. I'm like, yep. He's like, this is what you need to do. Open a a brokerage account. You can do it from your phone. And once you do that, put $100 in there, you know, and you can start trading. I'm like, awesome. Too easy. What do I buy? And he's like, look. Look down at our feet. All three of us got Nike flip-flops on. Invest, invest in Nike. You know what I mean? And, and I always tell people not to get too cute, um, meaning, you know, don't, don't chase the next um, uh, corona vaccine or that, you know, super chip that's going to take uh, the space shuttle to, to the moon. Um, like you guys said, everyone you know uses Amazon. Everyone you know watches Netflix. Everyone you know, um, uh, you know, eats at McDonald's, right? They've been there forever and they're not going away. Um, And then you may dive a little deeper. You know, when you brush your teeth, um, that company is publicly traded. Johnson & Johnson is publicly traded. So there's just so many options where you don't necessarily have to do uh, tons of research to buy that particular stock because technically you've been doing it your whole life, right? So usually like with uh, Apple customers, they usually have an iPhone, iPad, a MacBook. Uh, You know how it works. And if everyone in your family, all your friends have it, you know how much it costs, you know when the next one's gonna drop, you know the speed, that's research, right? You already know um, the ins and out of that company. That may be the first stock to to, to purchase. So um, that's the philosophy I go by. Um, and that's the, that's the advice I give new investors. You know, Reese, you brought up a good, a good point with um, 
like individuals. I mean, it's something as simple as every day brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. If that company isn't publicly trading, look for a parent company. Um, that's one thing that I, I had to learn throughout the years is like, you know, like these restaurants, let's say Applebee's and Olive Garden, they may not trade publicly um, in a silo, but they have a parent company that trades. Yeah. So look for those parent companies as well. I mean, it's like, like Google, like Google's one, right? It's yeah, Alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. It's Alphabet. Alphabet yeah, is yeah. Google. Yeah. 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 Or, um, uh, like you said, Johnson and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson. I mean, they have their hands in everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're a parent company. You would just have to, you would have to look that up to find that out. You know what I mean? All right. It's simple. Just simple things. things too. I remember, uh, months ago when, uh, our kids were big on Fortnite, they were loving it. Everybody was playing Fortnite. I mean, when people went in millions of dollars playing young kids, Looking at it, I'm like, man, I wonder, how do I <laughs> exactly. invest in Fortnite, you know? Talking to my daughter about it. So we started searching, found out it was a company called Tencent. I'm like, all right, hey, you want to buy some shares in that? You know, she's like, yeah, do I, do I invest in Fortnite? By doing this? We don't invest yeah. in Fortnite directly, but the company that drives this this uh, this brand yeah. is a company that owns that. Just ob observation, you know, it's, it's just seeing things you didn't know, you know or think about. You know, like you said, that company may not be the ones you can invest in, but you find out, do some research, find out who owns what, yeah. then find out who's being publicly traded, yeah. and then you buy that. You know what I mean? You yeah. hold on to it. That's, you a, that's a Chinese company. It. Yeah, that's a Chinese yeah. company. Yeah. yeah. And also, to that, so when I invested in Nike, um, I started doing research, and then it gives you articles or similar companies, for instance, like, like um, uh, Under Armour. Granted, uh, I ended up losing money in Under Armour because I had to sell it. They just kept dropping. But when you when you get a company, for instance, if, if you research Microsoft, more than likely you're going to see a bunch of articles on Apple. Um, if you research Amazon, uh, Alibaba is going to probably pop up. And then JD is going to probably pop up. And then if you have a, a, a good search engine, um, you're going to read articles that compare and contrast. For instance... Um, the reason why I was so interested in Nike, uh, I, I knew this was maybe six, seven years ago. I knew Nike was the dominant uh, company, but th there was they compared the charts, the growth charts, and um, over the over the, like the last twenty four months, Under Armour was exploding, and they were only like you know fifteen percent of Nike. Granted, Nike is still growing, but Under Armour had a lot more room to grow. And when a company has a lot more room to grow and they do it successfully, they're going to make more money. So that's what, why I ended up throwing a lot of money into Under Armour. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but, you know, that's how it is. Um, so let's give the people something to, to, take, to take home with them while we wrap this up. So, every, um, yeah, give me, give, me, uh, give me something that, you know, they can do today to get into the stock market or an investing. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I got an easy one for them. If you own it, if you own a cell phone, you can buy a stock. So all you got to do right now, you can do the, you know, Google or whatever, you know, how to buy a stock, and you download whatever company that has that app. They all have apps now. We're, this is 2020. There's an app for everything. Whether you you want to use Charles Schwab, you want to use Fidelity, uh, you want to use oh, whatever I'm using right now, Robinhood. No matter. If you got a cell phone and a connection, whether it's a uh, data, Wi-Fi, I don't care, you can buy a stock. That's it. You can buy a share of any company that you value. 
So if you got a cell phone, you don't have an excuse. So I say, get your cell phone, pick a company, I don't care what it is, and then dive in and try it. Yeah, that's easy. That's, that's an easy kill. Um, I would say easy. once you listen to Jay, you uh, download your brokerage account, you open a brokerage account, you actually start trading stocks, always buy on the dips. Whether it's a company that you own and the, the, the stock has dipped or the market holistically has dipped, you want to take advantage of those price drops. And also, if you're looking at a company that you like and that you aren't investing in, use that dip to your advantage because now you're buying the, the stock at a, at a discount per se. Um, once again, when COVID popped off, the market dropped precipitously. I'm on my TI stuff right now. So it, it, you know, <laughs> it was like exponentially. Expeditiously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's um, you want to use those moments to your advantage. Um, you know, whether it's the president saying we're going to go to war and the, the market reacts a certain way. If there's, we call it, we call it a uh, blood in the streets. There's blood in the streets. Man, cash is king. You want that means that yeah, that means the market is red. That means yeah, it's on a decline. Is Everything is mm -hmm. red. So it's a bloody day. Okay. Exactly. So you want to go and and um and buy those companies that you own for a discount, or you want to jump into a company that you don't own, but you've been looking at. Um, maybe the price was a little bit too high. Now you can get it at a cheaper price. Yep. Awesome. So the only thing I have once you uh you do your due diligence, uh you find the right stock. Um, you open your brokerage account, you buy on a dip, which is a uh, a discount. I always recommend to not sell, be patient. Keep that stock um, and not even think about it. A lot of new investors, they, they look at their stock uh, portfolio every day or even hourly. I'm not sure why. Um, you know, this, <laughs> all it does is cause anxiety, yeah, right? So yeah. there's been several stocks I've sold. For instance, Alibaba uh, years ago. Pinterest uh, a few months ago. I remember uh, Hakeem like endorsing Pinterest when it was uh, 17, 18, 19 bucks. And it was chilling at 17, 18, 19 bucks. And to me, I'm like, yo, this stock is boring. Like it's not doing anything. Um, so uh, Alibaba when it was, you know, 85 bucks. So long story short, they were, they ended up being great companies. I knew they were great companies. They weren't growing at the rate I wanted to. Um, so guess what? I had to buy back in at a higher rate. So I got in at great rates. Um, I got bored because I kept looking at, at, at it not growing. Uh, realized a year or two later that it was a great company. Say, so, you know what? I just got to jump. I got to jump back in. And now I got to pay twice as much as I did before. So um, I always say never to sell, not to sell at all. But hey, everyone, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hope you got something from this uh, from this episode, and we'll holler at you later. Peace. <laughs>